Good afternoon. I'm Tom Robinson with KSOM, KS95 News. A Mechanicsville, Iowa man faces assault charges following a stabbing incident in Carroll. According to a press release from the Carroll County Sheriff Brad Burke, 47-year-old Gene Wegg faces charge of assault while displaying a dangerous weapon. Additionally, Wegg was arrested on a Lynn County warrant. He is currently held at the Carroll County Jail. Charges for multiple subjects are pending the completion of the investigation. Now, Chief Burke says at 7.32 p.m. on Friday, a 911 call went out for a fight at 613 West Highway 30 at Casey's West. Officers arrived a short time later and found three subjects suffering from non-life-threatening injuries. Authorities determined that a fight broke out between multiple individuals ranging from 16 to 47 years old in the parking lot of the business. One of the subjects brandished a knife during the confrontation. Three people were transported to St. Anthony Hospital, treated and released. Glenwood police arrested 58-year-old Ralph Springs for possession of a controlled substance third offense, possession of marijuana, and possession of drug paraphernalia. Officers transported Springs to the Mills County Jail on a $7,300 cash bond. Creston police arrested 34-year-old Rachel Marie Colburn of Creston on Sunday afternoon at 417 Wyoming Street. Police charged Colburn with possession of a controlled substance methamphetamine for his defense and possession of drug paraphernalia. Police transported Colburn to the Union County Jail and held her in a $1,300 bond. Additionally, 44-year-old Robert Todd Jackson of Creston was charged with driving while suspended. And the Mills County Sheriff's Office arrested 56-year-old Mark Eugene Green of Shenandoah on January 26th for possession of a controlled substance and possession of drug paraphernalia. His bond was set at 1300 Well, Des Moines police are asking for the public's help in finding an accused child molester. 45-year-old Jermaine Patton is wanted on a nationwide arrest warrant for felony sex abuse. All of our investigative leads to find him, we, we don't have any idea where he's at right now. So we're going to need the public's help. Um, we've heard rumors that he's in Arizona. We've heard rumors that he's somewhere in this state, but nothing has panned out, and uh, it's time we find him. Now, Des Moines Police Sergeant Paul Parisic, anyone with information about Patton's whereabouts should call Crime Stoppers of Central Iowa. Rescue crews responded to a multi-vehicle crash east of Oakland late Sunday afternoon. Rescue crews were called just out after 5 p.m. to 490th Street and Highway 6. A child and two adults were taken by ground ambulance to area hospitals, and one patient who was conscious and breathing was airlifted from the scene. No other details are available at this time. Grizzled Fire and Rescue, Oakland Fire and Rescue, Carson Fire and Rescue, Lewis Fire, the Pottawatomie County Sheriff's Office, Cass EMS, and LiveNet 3 responded to the crash scene. University of Florida Law School professors questioning how the Iowa Department of Criminal Investigation was able to obtain the data used in over a dozen cases against former and current college athletes for illegal gambling in Iowa. GeoComply is, is the software that basically says, okay, here's someone who wants to engage in online gambling. Let's figure out where they are. And it can do it, as, as you noted, much more precisely than just with cell site tracking. Derek Bombauer says the data also could have come from a subpoena. The judge handling the case against former Iowa State Cyclone and current Denver Bronco ordered prosecutors last week to disclose further details into their investigation that led to charges. Five area producers were recognized for contributing to the community and cattle industry at the 2024 Cass County Cattlemen's Award Banquet on Saturday night at the Cass County Community Center in Atlantic. The award given away at the end of the program is a Hall of Fame award, and this year's recipients were Jim and Pam Tipkin. Gary Dinklis says the one thing that Jim Tipkin has always been willing to do is to help somebody else. Because along the way, 
we all have partnerships and we all need help. And he received that help himself, so he was always willing to help somebody else through his experiences. Some things we don't need to live twice, once it's good enough. And I know a lot of people appreciate the fact of the work he's done to help them. Meanwhile, Dankless says a legacy Jim Tipkin is leaving is significant to him. Some of it's his family, some of it is people he's worked with, friends. You know, he went on all the tours with cattlemen and the friendships that he developed. It's hard to talk to a reader that doesn't know who he is. Because he took the time to learn the craft because he knew the importance of providing what the consumer wanted. And he worked very hard at genetics to get there. He had hooked space at a packing plant before that was a cool thing to have. Turned out to be a really big deal. But he could he had a vision of what the future looked like and what it took to to serve the the final customer, which is what we're all trying to do. And one thing about Cass County, we do a great job at it. We've got a lot of people that make good partners and he had several along the way. Nicholas says Jim's proudest moments are watching the Next Generation show and involvement in the beef industry. Jim and Pam are, were away on vacation, and daughter-in-law Kim read his acceptance letter. She did write a little thank you. We got together a couple weeks ago, and he was very, very much appreciative, very humble, um, which is Jim. So he said, um, thank you very much for the Hall of Fame award. I was very surprised and humbled to be this year's recipient. I have owned cattle since I was 10 years old and for more than 67 years. The industry has changed a lot in that time period, and I have been fortunate to be a part of it. I am so proud of the way that Cass County cattlemen promote beef. Keep up the good work. I will always be proud to say I am a Cass County cattleman. Thanks, Jim Tipkin. Aloha. <laughs> And the Cass County Cattlemen presented for other awards. Young Gun Award, Dexter McDermott. Riding the brand, Phil Knapp. Business of the Year, Red Bull Trucking. Producer of the Year, Mark Ventiger. Again, that was on Saturday night at the Cass County Community Center. And the Southwest Iowa Leadership Academy gave a presentation and funding request to the Pottawatomie County Board of Supervisors last week. Mandy Billings has the details. The mission of the Academy is to bring students from seven middle schools together to develop leadership skills, engage in activities that foster and build inclusive communities, demonstrate social responsibility, and inspire a commitment to excellence. The middle schools include Trainer, Tricenter, Underwood, Kern, Lewis Central, St. Albert, and Wilson. Students shared with the board how their leadership skills help them outside of school. We are involved in lots of activities to help show our leadership skills, like show choir, dance, band, choir, volleyball, wrestling. Oh, it's a lot of stuff, and after the leadership camp, I really didn't realize how much I use leadership in my everyday life and how much like I can really promote and help people because of it. The Lewis Central students spoke about the things they have done this year as part of leadership. Our leadership group for eighth grade went to Titan Hill and Craft Primary School to help teachers with their students and like, um, work with them at recess and help them learn stuff in the classroom. Uh, if I could add on to hers too, helping teachers in the classroom just made their job easier at some points to help handle kids or help teach them new things. But other things that we have done, such as yesterday, we went to Mount Crescent and Hitchcock Nature Center. We split up into two groups. 
and my group went to Mount Crescent and we just did some cleaning there for a couple hours. We did things such as wiping off shelves, wiping off and cleaning the boots for the skiing and snowboarding. We vacuumed some rooms, uh, we cleaned windows, and although this didn't seem like much, it's helping the it's helping the community because it's helping the environment. Information provided states that many of the graduates of the Southwest Iowa Leadership Academy return to the community after post-secondary education and become leaders in the business community. Following the presentation, the supervisors approved a funding request for the Southwest Iowa Leadership Academy in the amount of $2,500. I'm Andy Bellings, reporting. There are more news on the web at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Tom Robinson. Have a great afternoon.